you shouldn't shy away from the business side of it. Like we go into yoga to change people's lives and make a difference in people's lives, but it's also okay to ask to be paid and to make money and because your your time and what you're offering is so valuable. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events, and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I'm so excited to introduce to you our beautiful guest today, Danielle Ferreira, who is a lead yoga teacher, an amazing yoga teacher and yoga teacher trainer. She leads retreats. She leads, she has coaching programs and just does all the amazing yogi things. Danielle, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thanks, Kat. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So for those of our listeners that don't already know you, can you do a (laughs) little intro on yourself, who you are, how you got to this place as the amazing yoga teacher that you are. Okay. Well, um, yeah, it's been, it's been quite the journey. I won't go, I won't bore you with all of the details, but, um, I, you know, started doing yoga in my twenties. I thought it was like fun. I was good at it. Remedial gymnastics was how I thought about it. And, um, it really wasn't until six years ago when I really started to dive in. I'm going to be 39 next month. Ugh, I don't even want to think about that. But um, yeah, six years ago, I started really getting into like health and wellness. It was kind of it was kind of more health and wellness first, and then fitness kind of came in after the fact. As a matter of fact, I started um, with a bar certification first because I was always a dancer, ballerina. And I was just like, that was my ego. I was really good at it. So I was like, I'm going to teach bar. And then this is actually a funny story. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I got my bar certification and I went in for an audition at the gym and the fitness, you know, um, my bot, my now boss (laughs) was like, no, like you're not ready to lead a class. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm awesome at this. And I was like, so disappointed because I had had actually put a lot of effort into it, but she was right. I wasn't ready to lead a class. So I I really like dove into yoga. Um, More personal events happened and like yoga was just there for me. And I had this, then I found this amazing, amazing community that I'm still a part of very much. And, um, and then I said, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. <laughs> I actually started listening to someone's podcast from Barcelona and health, wellness, yoga, all the things. And I was like, I'm going to Barcelona and I'm going to be a yoga teacher. And off I went to Barcelona, got my certification, had to teach public classes in Spain, which is not easy. Came back, did an audition with the same woman for yoga this time. And she's like, Oh, that's like night and day. You're amazing. I'm going to hire you. (laughs) So, um, you know, sometimes things don't work out the first way 
that they're supposed to, you know, sometimes you have to like kind of stumble a little bit before you find what's right for you. And now I wouldn't even go back to bar if you asked me to, because I just love yoga so much. In a way, just started because I wanted to do yoga as a career and not just a side job. I took every single job I could. I um, worked at the 5.30 a.m. classes, the Sunday morning classes, you know, gave up a lot of a lot of time just to gain a lot of experience in a short amount of time. I um, tried to find like my niche, what I was good at. And um, over the years, just, you know, started to develop more stuff, more presence online, um, wanted to get more into health and wellness, which is what drew me into yoga in the first place, which is why you and I started working together in mm. the first place. Mm-hmm. I had at that point, I had, you know, 300 Instagram followers, all of whom I knew personally <laughs> and um, had no idea how to market any of this stuff online. And um, yeah, and then lo and behold, that first time the world shut down and we all had to go online. So it ended up working out really well. Um, We worked together. I learned a lot from that first um, mentoring session with you and was able to develop workshops and ideas going forward, even though everything was shut down, kept the community together, had to come up with new ways to get the community together, like park yoga and yachting and yoga which is, oh, I've had four yachting and yogas now. That's like a $700 day just to, uh, just to hang out with people on a boat, which is pretty fun. Love those days. (laughs) Love those days. (laughs) Yeah. Just new innovative ways to get, get the community together. Um, it was really disappointing when, when the world shut down and I, I was working with you and I had my first workshop booked and I was so excited And I was like, just about to start teaching at the elite yoga studio. And then I was like, nope. And, and you were like, well, you can't just stop. Not going to let you get out that easy on your dreams. (laughs) You you literally forced me cat to do Instagram live like the next day, which was terrifying, but the feedback I got once I, once we got back to the gyms and the studios was, oh my God, thank you for doing that. Thank you so much for staying with us. Like, you don't know how much that helped us um, get through that time where we were just home and didn't know what was going. I think that shows definitely innovation. It definitely shows how getting out of your comfort zone can help you get so much further ahead, right? Because if you had stayed in that, like, no, I'm, I'm too afraid to use this. I can't, I'm too afraid to go live. Like, I'm not going to do this. And I'm just going to wait for things to come back in person. And hopefully it's not that long. Then your business would look so much different during that time, right? So really getting out of your comfort zone. I think also just from what you've shared with us already and knowing you and working with you, you so you show so much determination and commitment to that bigger vision and you continuously show up for that. And I think that is just really something important to point out because it's necessary in entrepreneurship. It's like we have to be devoted to our goal and to our mission, even when we can't see the full path to getting there. And even when we don't know what could happen. It's like releasing control and allow and continuously showing up for it. Like I remember back in 2020 and yeah, that's amazing. Like Danielle and I, Danielle was one of actually one of my very first 
coaching clients when I started coaching, which was amazing. And we had such an amazing few months together. And then she joined the mastermind as well. So we've had lots of good times, lots of getting out of comfort zones. And another great example of how there's many steps on the path to our journey. And it's like, if something doesn't work, we don't just throw up our hands and say, okay, forget all of this. I'm not going to do any fitness. I'm just, you know, I'm not cut out for teaching classes or whatever. It's like, okay, I'm pulled to yoga. Let me do that. And boom, that's your calling. Like you are an incredible yoga instructor and you're clearly you have grown this thriving business through yoga. So I think that's another just really important piece to point out is your journey can like zig and zag and to not look at these moments of like, quote unquote failure as I'm just done, but a slight reroute in a, in a new direction that works better for you. Um, but all of that to say back to my question that I was kind of stirring up here was when did you, what was the moment in time when you realized like I can do this full time? Because I think there's a lot of yoga instructors that maybe dream of having the freedom or dream of being able to teach yoga and things like that. Is there a moment that you were like, that is when I decided like I can actually do this with my life? I think I decided that before I even went into my yoga teacher training. And it was mm-hmm. the, one of the reasons towards that particular training um, because um, Lucas was so... Um, focused on entrepreneurial yoga and it was a part of the training. And I think, I think it was like, it was already a shift in my mind that I needed a career, not just a job. And, um, I mean, long story short, I I moved, (laughs) I had like kind of gotten divorced and moved around a lot. And then when I moved here, like I just, I didn't have anything. I was literally working at a grocery store because it was just easy. (laughs) Um, And, but, and then going for, I was just like, I need a purpose. Like I need a why, like I need a why. And, and I just, I think I knew before I started that I wanted to do this. And so it's important and I'll, I'll, go forward to the yoga teacher training that I'm doing right now. Like it's important for me to even put that and still that into my, the students that I'm teaching now, but it was a big part of my yoga teacher training was that you shouldn't shy away from the business side of it. Like we go into yoga to change people's lives and make a difference in people's lives, but it's also okay to ask to be paid and to make money. And because your, your time and what you're offering is so valuable. So I think, I think that was just already decided beforehand. It was just like, how am I going to take, like, what steps am I going to take after that to Mm. get to where I want to be? Like the the first step is you got to start teaching like as much as possible, get the experience. And then it was like, okay, I'm here now. I want to do workshops and some online stuff. Like, so then that's how we connected. And then it was just keep going. Like, like what's the, and it's just like always what's the next step. And and then you find what you really enjoy in some of the aspects that you might not enjoy. For mm-hmm. me, like online fitness, even though I was thrust into it, I, I don't mind the marketing like that. I know it's like a, and it's a necessary part. It's kind of a love-hate relationship for me. But um, just because of the tech stuff, which we just experienced. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know people listening don't even know what just happened. We're recording on Zoom and, uh, and we just like Danielle's computer just decided it hated her for a couple minutes and we had to like kind of restart. So fun little side note, like we don't need uh, to be too edity over here. 
We'll just let you guys in on what's exactly going yeah. on. Um, but yes, we love yes, tech. technology. Um, so yeah, the, the tech side, but I just, I, I realized after doing teaching yoga to a computer or to, um, you know, people that I can't actually see, it wasn't my thing. It was, mm-hmm. it was necessary at the time, but I didn't really enjoy it. It was wearing on me like mentally and physically. And I couldn't wait to get back to, to people. Like I thrive being around people. So like, I know personally, even though there are many fitness platforms online that are succeeding, like just, I thrive in a community and that's where I belong. So like when you try different things and you get sometimes forced into different things, Mm. you learn what works and what doesn't. And so even though most of, most of what I do is marketed online, most of what I do is actually in person because that's how I thrive. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so important. Like such a big part of building a business that feels really good and works really well for you is alignment. And this is actually such a common theme when, when we've been doing these client interviews that comes up is alignment is so key. So finding really the way in which you want to build your business. So I love that you said that as well. And part of the tech is when Danielle first started coaching her biggest fear of like starting coaching was I, you know, I don't do anything with tech. I'm terrible with any tech. And like she mentioned earlier on, you had what, like 300 Instagram followers and you weren't really doing anything on Instagram. And now you have thousands of Instagram followers. It's a huge part of your marketing strategy. You're leading your own yoga teacher training. You're doing workshops, events, retreats, like just have completely blown up your yoga business. And it's so beautiful. And it doesn't have to be online. Like, yes, you use Instagram and you use online marketing as a tool because it's a powerful tool to reach people, but your magic is really a lot of like the in-person experiences. And I totally relate to that too. That's such a beautiful thing. I also want to note that in Tulum and our retreat, Danielle had, was it one or two reels that like blew up and went viral? She's like, I don't, I'm not down with the reels. I don't know. I don't really know how to do it. I don't think I'm going to jump on board with that. And we did a reels um, workshop on the retreat and Danielle just had like two viral reels blow up when we were there. And she's like, oh wait, I think I like reels now. Yeah. Like literally (laughs) overnight, like I just like threw something together and like, put it online and went to sleep and like woke up the next day. And it was like, here are 3000 likes. Just that, that magic of Tulum. (laughs) Um, so Danielle, what was speaking of the retreat and I mean, speaking of the mastermind, well, the retreat, but the mastermind overall, what was your favorite part about being in the mastermind? Um, obviously Mexico is amazing, (laughs) but we're talking about, um, for, for me, I think it was really getting into like creating something that I was super passionate about and like getting into the why behind helping people, like mm-hmm. really thinking about, I had dabbled in, I, I made, I forced myself during COVID. I was like, what would Kat do? I'm like, just, just, <laughs> just, just start, just start nutrition coaching. It doesn't, you don't have to charge a gazillion dollars, you know? So I just dabbled in it and I really loved it. And I wanted to like build on that and just really get behind, like focusing on the people that I wanted to help and then how to, how to like solve their problems. Cause like I talked to so many people, like women, especially, and they just struggle so much 
with like health wellness, but like weight too. I mean, it's like everything. When people walk into the yoga studio, it's like, they're like, I'm here to like lose weight and get healthy. And it's, it's so much more than just taking a yoga class. Like yoga can help for so many things, but like, it is not the magic solution for that. Like you need to, you need to eat right. You need to, you do need to exercise, but you also need sleep and like positive people around you. And like, you need your finances in order, like, like live like a life. You need all of those things aligned. And I see in so many people, they have a little bit of that. They just can't seem to get like the last couple of things. Like they just can't Mm. seem to put it out there. And it's a real struggle for them. And they're, they come in there. They're very just unhappy with their lives. And it, So like really focusing a program on like helping those people get out of that space that they're in. That was helping people in a deeper way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. You also, I know that you mentioned when we were in Tulum and planning, like doing Q4 planning and you were getting ready for this yoga teacher training, which are you still running the yoga teacher training now or has it ended? You said you're still running Yeah, I'm right in the middle of it. And so with the the studio that I'm at, I have to, you know, part of it is uh, part of my job is to market on social media for them as well. Right. Um, and help and actually help my teachers market their workshops too on social media. But we had to market the yoga teacher training on social media. So that was I didn't think that was going to fall as much on me, but it, I guess it kind of does because you, I'm still, even though it's out of studio, like I'm still marketing myself as the lead facilitator. Right. Right. But yeah, I'm I'm halfway through that right now, Um, which ended up, so yeah, when we were mapping, yeah, when we, when we started working together in January, I had, I had huge aspirations for coaching plans for this year, which got sidetracked by yet another life event that had nothing to do with COVID, but like, um, I was just out of my I had to push that stuff off until next calendar year. But when we were in Tulum doing quarter three and quarter four, I still, I didn't think it was, it would be as lucrative as it was. And like quarter four of this year still ended up being like my best quarter of the entire year. Yeah. And so that's what's beautiful about coaching containers too, is like having that insurance plan for whatever comes up in your life, because it's unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. Business is unpredictable. Like having that support of a coach and of a community when things get kind of crazy, um, is such a key. And what would you say to the woman yoga teacher or business owner or whoever, whoever she may be that is listening to this, that's considering about joining the wealthy and well woman mastermind. What would you say to her? I would say that you always need help to grow along the way. Like the biggest mistake that we all make, I think in life, but also in business is that we think we can do it alone and we start to feel stuck in the place that we're at. And in reality, you just need to like ask for help. (laughs) Receive. Yes. Receive support. Support. And it's there. It's all around you. It's in your communities. It's through coaches and mentors. Get the get the guidance, get the mentorship and and start to move forward and really find your purpose, find your business, find your path. <laughs> like that's yeah. last question before we share where people can find you and things like that. But what does being a wealthy and well woman mean to you in your life? It's the freedom of it, of 
being able to make those shifts, those pivots, like being, or being able to know, get up to the next level, like to book a retreat, I have to put down a deposit. It just gives you this freedom of being able to live the life that you really want to live. Like you're not, don't feel stuck in a job. Like, I don't feel like if, if tomorrow I just, something happened, I could be like, okay, I'll just pivot and do this. And because I I have this community built up, I have the income now built up, I have like the skills to plan out new ventures and new things. It just gives you freedom to play around with how you want your life to go. Yeah. And that's life by design. That's like the joy of it, right? It's like, it gives you this freedom and this joy to be able to make shifts, like even if they're tiny ones and and how you you show up in life. Yes, I love that. Before we close, where can people find you? Instagram is, I, I generally stay away from Facebook, but I am on Facebook if you need to reach me there. Full name, Danielle Ferreira. And on Instagram, you can look me up by my name or it's yoga doll underscore Danielle. Um, I have a retreat coming up in May, I'm going to Zion National Park, Grand Canyon and Bryce National Park. So yoga really and that retreat five nights. It's gonna be amazing. And also, I'm going to kick off a free 10 day reset uh, nutrition and health coaching on January 1st. Amazing. We'll drop some of those links in the show notes to um, Danielle's Instagram and all the things so you can connect with her over there. And thank you, Danielle, so much for coming on today. Thanks, Kat. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the wealthy and well woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there and I cannot wait to connect you with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.